Hello, and welcome to Hush Plus One. On today's bite-sized episode, we have the dynamic Emilia Winger Bearskin. Emilia is an artist, creative director, and organizer who develops cultural communities at the intersection of art, technology, and education. This is a special episode as it was the first ever interview we did for this series. Back when we spoke to Emilia in 2019, she was just about to open an exhibition with Windy Red Star at the Newark Museum. Enjoy. So uh, I'm just going to ask that you say a little bit about yourself and uh, sort of give yourself an intro. Okay, awesome. So my name is Amelia Winger Bearskin, and I'm a virtual reality director and immersive, you know, art uh, artist. <laughs> and I also do a lot of AI research and creative applications of machine learning technologies. I've worked with cities to develop AR apps um, for citizens to co-design their cities with city planners. I won a million dollars from the Bloomberg Philanthropies for their mayor challenge for this project. And um, I most coming up this Friday, I have an opening at Newark Museum in Newark, New Jersey uh, with my BFF, Wendy Red Star, and we're doing a dome piece um, that was originally shot in 360. So if you guys would like to check it out, it should be up there for a couple months. Um, That's York, amazing. <laughs> I, was, I was actually going to ask a little bit more about that piece. Um, it's a great segue. You're just like following my stream of consciousness yes. here. Um, can you tell us a little more about what it is and uh, what it's about? Yeah. So... Um, my best friend, Wendy Redstar, is a Crow Indian. She's Native American. I'm Native American as well, but I'm Iroquois. I'm Seneca Cayuga from here, from upstate New York area. Um, and Wendy has an, a mid-career retrospective of her work. So she's taking over like a really large footprint for a lot of different work. But the cornerstone piece is this collaboration that we did where we shot it with the Yee Halo from Google as part of the Jumpstart creator program that they have, where they sent us a camera and we took it to... Um, to Billings, Montana, to the Red Star Ranch, um, which is in Pryor, Montana, um, so it's outside of Billings, um, and we shot it on her on her property it, at various sites that were important to her, but also were spaces where people had said that they had seen um, monsters. And we started researching these really cool monsters that even it even has an unsolved mysteries episode about the <laughs> monsters. Pretty amazing. Um, and as we kind of like sought to catch uh, glimpses of these monsters or, or like unveil, you know, from the community stories about them or going to the library and doing some deep research on them, we started realizing that the monsters initially were, were seen as maybe mischievous or, or fantastical or magical. But as we uncovered a lot of the stories and the way that people felt about them um, in her family and in her, in her tribe, there were a lot of people that talked about them really as being protectors of the land. And that even their, their name of the, of the word for these specific monsters that, that in English people say that they're the little people, but even their name in Crow actually means the keepers of the land. So we became really, like we kind of flipped our own opinion of them throughout the process of filming. And so through, um, when we were editing this piece, we were thinking, you know, this really, this piece is really about the people who are the keepers of the land. And maybe these monsters, we can choose to align ourselves with them or we can choose to think that they're monsters. Um, and so the piece itself is actually a, a beautiful dome, um, 
where you can walk it has like a fake fire outside of it with brown astroturf and you walk into this like really cool it. dome and it, it has all these beautiful Pendleton blankets and sleeping bags on top of it so that it looks like a sweat lodge from the outside um, but when you go inside it has the projection of the outside so you can it kind of reverses it in a really pretty fun way so it's like a like a TARDIS yeah totally it's bigger <laughs> on the inside <laughs> yeah yeah, no, I, it's, I highly recommend seeing it, and um, we'll be touring it to other places soon um, as well. But if you'd like to go to uh, New York, When's it going to be up? It uh, opens on, well, I guess, like, the opening party is on Friday, but it opens to the public on Saturday. So. And it'll be up for how long? Um, it's going to be up for about six months. So Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Let's oh, and the name of her show is called uh, Wendy Red Star, A Scratch on the Earth. So in case you're a Googling. A Scratch on the Earth. Yeah, in case you're Googling Great. around for it. We'll put a link. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'd like to for you to tell us a little bit about the stupid hackathon. Okay, yeah, my favorite. How you got subject. it started, what it is. Yeah. So the stupid hackathon was started um in oh my gosh, okay, twenty thirteen, I guess. Or twenty like twenty thirteen. We did, we thought of it and then the first one happened in twenty uh fourteen um at ITP at NYU. Um, I had gone to my first hackathon and it was one of those kind of hackathons for good. Like you have 24 hours to solve a major complex international issue like climate change with an app, you know, in, in 24 hours. And I came back, um, from it. And it was interesting because a lot of people at the hackathon actually had already made an app. They were just kind of showing up to like show it off. Sure. And I had kind of gone there thinking that we were going to like make stuff and it was going to be really fun and kind of just like, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. Um, but I came back to ITP and I was like, wow, that was really stupid. And I told my friend Sam Levine about that. And I, and then we were both like, we should make a stupid hackathon. And I think he was pretty surprised a month later when I'm like, this is our sponsor. This is what we're going to do. You know, like I took it really fucking seriously that's um, so cool which i do when it comes to stupid shit that no one needs and terrible ideas yeah i should i should say that this is the stupid hack stupid shit that no one needs and terrible ideas hackathon that's stupid right. hackathon is just the short yeah exactly right. or the url you know the URL, so, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so what are some of your favorite stupid hacks from um, the stupid hackathon yeah i mean i love the soylent dick which is made of soylent paste <laughs> and then it has like an interface online that you like type what you're thinking about and then it'll spew uh you know soylent out of the dick into a dixie cup for you or <laughs> is whatever it soylent 1.0 yeah yeah for sure oh, so it's the, sure the powder the, kind yeah the, oh yeah that, that made <clears throat> okay. everybody a little bit sick i mean for sure um yeah so that one was really good i really like the um there's like an artisanal a a a ar filter that was like hand painted um that you could look inside of an intestine and like swap it out but it's all like these like hand painted cellophane things that like strap onto your face and we'll put a link to this on the yeah. website as well yeah um, a lot of really good ones um yeah check it out that's amazing um <laughs> Well, it's been wonderful having you here, Amelia. Yeah. Um, I, we had a we had a great presentation in the other room just a bit ago, and there were a bunch of great questions. And um, uh, welcome to the first podcast. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Hey, I had so you. much fun hearing stupid ideas generated in the moment with your awesome team, who I think are very smart, and I can and tell by stupid. how stupid their ideas exactly. are. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming to Hush. Thanks a lot. Thank you.